one. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. Oh, shit. If anything that can go wrong can go wrong, it usually does whether we want it to or not. That should be the motto of the Democrats right now. That should be their swan song. That should be their 
statement nom de plume. Well, here's the thing, folks. Those bozos couldn't couldn't manage a impeachment trial if their lives depended on it. But after what I saw today, once again, cherry picking only that which they want to show you, okay? Only that which they think. Notice I said think proves their case. And, uh, well, <laughs> it doesn't. I sat here today, and at one point I fell asleep. Not for long, though, unfortunately. But when I dozed off, the last thing I heard was Trump said this, Trump said that, Trump, 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 negative talk all the way. I think I dozed off for an hour. And then I got distracted and completely forgot I was broadcasting the impeachment sham trial. It does happen, unfortunately. Well, here we are looking at all this. Now, I'm wondering... I'm kind of wondering, just out of curiosity, just a little curious question. When are the Republicans going to get their chance to say something? When are they going to present their case? Well, what are you going to do? I think that the the sad reality of this is the fact that if you uh, if you take into consideration, there are even some conservatives, and I saw this, and I'm going to show his his comment before he took it down. I got a screen capture of it. I sat here, and I was like, "You've got to be bloody kidding." Okay. I'm not going to uh I'm not going to show his name or anything. That that's the one thing I will not do. Because you know, out of respect to the person. I mean, he is he's he is kind of an old guy like me. You know, we we old guys got to stick together, you know. Even if one of them's being a real dummy about the hearings. I mean, he talks like a Democrat in the way this is written. Seriously, he talks like a Democrat the way this was written. Um... Not for anything, but I think, personally, when you say something that is 
completely off the wall, you should be called up on the carpet for it. And this guy did. And I, you know, I don't know the guy personally. I know of him. I've been to his. He he did do at one time a uh, broadcast on Facebook, and uh, I went to it a few times. Those few times that I could actually catch it, and then he stopped doing it. You know, I'm glad he did because, quite honestly, it uh, made no sense. To, you know, to, to say something that, well, I don't know. More than three hours ago, this was written. I went to reply to it, and it was gone. But it was still on my, uh, it was still in front of my face. So I screen captured it very quickly. This is... The kind of thing that you, you don't want to have to, you know, be bothered with. But when you, when you call yourself, when you say you're a conservative, okay, are you a conservative only when, only when it's convenient to be a conservative? Are you only a conservative when things are going great? Are you a conservative when things are going so well that nothing could possibly happen. Nothing negative, nothing bad, nothing wrong, right? Uh, see, me, I'm a conservative. I'm a registered independent. Technically, by, by osmosis, I'm supposed to caucus with the Democrats, side with the Democrats, vote for Democrats. I was actually told this to my face once. I looked at the person and I said, are you out of your fucking mind? You, you really must be that far gone. Your, your thinking is bass backwards. Okay, so if I'm supposed to side with the Democrats, caucus with the Democrats, vote for the Democrats, think and act like the Democrats, then I guess calling for Biden's impeachment would be something the Democrats would do if he, you know, he's the current sitting president, supposedly. I say dictator, personally. Because he said, I remind you, that those who legislate by executive orders, and he's he signed more than 52 executive orders in 40 days. Yes, that's right, folks. You heard me correctly. 52 executive orders in 40 days. Isn't that just amazing? He's legislated from the executive branch where it's not supposed to be done. Hmm. 
Congress isn't doing it doesn't do their job as it is now, but well, you know, it's okay. They have they have their puppets sitting in the White House. He can legislate. Remember what Obama said when he was when he was when he was the dictator and thief. I've got a pen, and I've got a phone. Funny, I've got a pen, and I've got a phone. I even have a house phone. But here's the problem: I'm not a I'm not a politician, but I am a, a, a an internet broadcaster, host, and journalist. And that's where the trouble starts for the Democrats. I fight back with facts. You know what they've got? They've got absolute down-to-earth, guaranteed, buffalo chips, elephant-sized buffalo chips of bullshit. And believe me, it is absolute, utter bullshit. I mean, if you really want to be a dictator, then you sign 52 executive orders in 40 days. That makes you a dictator. Believe me, it is not something to aspire to. And Biden has done a really great job at aspiring to that. But I digress. I'm going to finish my talking points on this. And I'm doing this live, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. For, if you haven't noticed, uh, for those of you watching on the video platforms, yes, I normally record my talking points. But unfortunately, I did not today. So I'm doing it live. Here's the bottom line. He can he can dictate from the executive branch, leaving Congress to do whatever it wants. I mean, they can they can play hooky from Congress. You know something? Imagine congressional and Senate Democrats as um, elementary school kids. Or toddlers, you know, or, you know, the, the little tykes that they go, <clears throat> come on, let's go out to the playground. Last one in the sandbox, swap egg. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's just lovely. I got a tickle. <clears throat> oh, shit, that was really rough. God, I hate when that happens. Sorry, folks, if I sound disgustingly gross. But, well, yikes. I have a, an issue with, 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 with lots of dust. And lately, my apartment has been dusty, as, dusty, dusty, dusty. And it affects my throat sometimes. So I apologize if I seem a little, if I snort 
because my damn allergies with the dust are kicking in. But uh, look, let me bottom line this. Here we are, day two of the sham impeachment trial. And all they knew how to do was throw out absolute utter nonsense and bullshit. Oh, yeah. Believe me. It was just that and more. But what do we have the Congress for? What do we have the Senate for? I mean, these Democrats in the Senate and the Congress, if Biden is going to legislate from the executive branch, which he's not supposed to technically do, then what do we need a Congress and a Senate for? We have a dick tater as someone on my video platforms uh points out very very nicely yeah i'd say we got a problem folks in america our republic is being ripped to shreds by the democrats and they don't even care they don't care they've reached a point in their in their meager little lives where they've decided we are in charge. Yeah. <clears throat> the masses will do as they are told. We, the Democrats, with our puppet dictator, command you to do what we want you to do. Now, of course... There's a problem with that theory. What happens when dictators go too far and the people have had enough? They start screaming bloody murder. They start getting pissed off. They get angry. That's the problem. We can get angry. We can get pissed off. But we need to channel our anger and frustration in a nonviolent manner. That's something that the Democrats are accusing conservatives of doing not. <clears throat> they are using Trump to accuse us of being that which they most fear. All right. Now think about that, folks. Let that sink in. We are the people the Democrats most fear. I'm not talking about the, 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 the people that go over the top, that go too far. And there are people in, 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 the conser in, in, in conservative circles that do that. Absolutely. I'm not going to sit here and say they don't. But what I am saying is the Democrats fear people like me. Broadcasters, journalists, with an honest appraisal of the situation. They fear we the people, the conservatives, who are not violent pricks, but actually critical thinkers, 
people with, who use common sense and logic to combat the issue. The issue at hand is stopping the Democrats before they destroy this country by winding that clock back to the days of Barack Obama. We the people can remind them elections have consequences. They know that the voter fraud is out there now quite quite out in the open. <clears throat> Excuse me. They know they've been caught. Trying to fix the problem is another story. But now they know that these voting machines can be tampered with. And by the way, there is a, there's a video out there, and I've got the video. I downloaded it because I know it's going to disappear eventually. That points out all of the systemic problems from the 2020 election and before. Even the video that I have on rumble.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N of the State Farm Arena's surveillance footage. Yeah. Where votes were being counted. Repeat counted. Yes. They were taking stacks of ballots running through the machine. And then taking that same stack of ballots and running through the machine again. One would think that can't be done, can't right? Wrong. I'm going to put that video up on my Rumble account. I'll make it available. I'm going to... I'll, I'll, I can talk. Let me try that again. Rewives the closing the closing it. Rewinding is easy. Talking is hard. <laughs> Look, I'll upload the video to my Rumble account. And once again, I encourage you to be sure to check Facebook.com slash the FFNOIBN, MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online, or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online. There you'll find the links for the broadcast. I will even include the link to the Rumble video in question on those pages once it's up once the video is uploaded, of course. All right. Hashtag. Well, you gotta you know I love this hashtag stuff sometimes. What do you know if you look at a phone dialer? You know how right on either on the other uh, you got the zero in the middle, you got the star key on the left, and the hashtag symbol on the right. Well, you know what that hashtag symbol is, and for, this is for the younger generation. This is for the young people out there that are they're listening to me. Okay, all you young twenty thirty somethings that don't know that a hashtag is also the numbers key on the dialer or pound sign yes now all you 
young people just got an education. I give this same lesson every once in a blue moon. But for now, it's a hashtag. So use the hashtag FFNOP. Again, that's hashtag FFNOP. Now use that hashtag to trend this broadcast everywhere around the globe on social media right now. You can do it right now if you want, while you're listening to this broadcast, of course. But you can do that. Absolutely. Now, with that having been said, it's now time, as I always say, for the rest of the story. And believe it or not, from the state of Louisiana, uh, or is it a commonwealth? I can never remember anymore. My brain cells are out to lunch, I guess, every once in a while, and I and that's why I forget stuff. But anyway, he's down there in Louisiana. Uh, I'm also, which makes me wonder: Are they going to have a Mardi Gras this year? God, I hope so. I'm actually thinking uh, if they do that, I'll save up enough money to take a trip down there. Because I want to see, I want to experience Mardi Gras for myself. And no, folks, you don't have to worry. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I will not touch any booze while I'm down there. I will definitely be looking for the coffee, for the coffee, uh, for places where they sell lots of coffee. God knows I will want coffee. And believe me, I'm a, I am a coffee person. Why do you think I drink out of the official Firefox News Online coffee mug available on CafePress.com slash the FFNO eStore? Cheesy plug. Okay. I thought I opened his mic. Well, come on, computer. Be nice to me. Sheesh. Mike from down in Louisiana, better known as the crazy Cajun himself. Me. What's up, Doc? Uh, not too much. Uh, tell you the truth, I've never been down to, you know, for Mardi Gras. Now we we do have Mardi Gras parades up up my way, uh, you know, and it's not quite as crazy as as it is up there down there. But hey, it's Mardi Gras, right? So mm. you know, it's it's just about the same thing, and. You know, well, we have Mardi Gras, well, and later on, yeah. But I mean, Mike, to to go to the actual Mardi Gras celebration, uh, it would would for me would be a treat. It would, uh, because one, I don't travel outside of New York that much these days. Uh, the last time I actually left New York was uh, in late 1999, early two, yeah, late 1999, mm-hmm. just before the year 2000. And that's when I went to uh, Laporte, Indiana. So yeah, I w- I would love to 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 travel down to t- take a trip down to uh, to Louisiana uh, to the site of Mardi Gras. You know, if they actually decide to have mm-hmm. it. Well, you got to understand. You've got a crazy totalitarian communist mayor down there that even though. The governor, who's the leader of the Louisiana Democratic Party, Governor Bell Edwards, is still, I've said it before, he's still using the whole, you know, 
the suggestions from President Trump, right, about uh, levels of opening up and, over, and that, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. He's using it for the rest of the state, but she is not doing it for New Orleans. Oh, she's allowed. Now, don't get me wrong. She's allowed the Saints, the, the football team and the basketball team, well, more the Saints and the basketball team, the Pelicans to do their thing down there. But but that was only due to a threat that the Saints would take their, them and the, the money they earn for the city and move and, and move, you know, at least for one season to Baton Rouge. That's how they got the ability to do what they're doing uh, this season because they made that threat to her. She's a totalitarian communist governor who's power hungry and trying to do power plays down there. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's it's no surprise. I mean, I mean, look at look at how you know at how many how many decades the New Orleans Saints have been in New Orleans. Okay, I mean. It's, that's their home. That's their 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 steadfast. That's you know what. If they up if they pull up stake and go to Baton Rouge, I mean, come on now. I mean, that's you know. Look, I'm not saying you know they would. You know, I'm not saying they should. But if if it gets to the point where they have no choice, yeah, do it. But then they they would have to change their name to the Baton Rouge Saints. Not the New Orleans Saints. Well, yeah, that's the truth. And that's unfortunately, true. does the does the does the name of the football team Baton Rouge Saints sound really good to you? No. And yeah, it doesn't to me either. No. By the way, Gunslinger is joining us online. But that, that wasn't that wasn't my point, George. My point was the government the the the. the 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 mayor down there is an idiot ass. Well, I don't, he's she's a typical Democrat, whereas the governor is a Democrat, but he's a more rational Democrat. Let's say. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Am I on? Yeah, your mic's open, uh, uh, Gunslinger. When I announced you were on with us, I, that, I, your mic was open. Oh, okay. Well, I was just, just going to say that uh, I, can't, I can't even believe that Mike's from Louisiana and never been to Mardi Gras. Hell, I've been down there three times. Three times. So, have a place. Y'all yeah, check it out. Wait a minute, Gunslinger. There are a lot of folks in, in, uh, in Louisiana that haven't been to Mardi Gras. Uh, I'm surprised. That, I mean, that, that's, that's a major event down there. That doesn't, that doesn't say that I haven't been to New Orleans. I've been to New Orleans. I've just never been to Mardi Gras, and I don't really care to go, you know. I've been to a Saints game down there. I've been to – my sister had to go down and uh, accept the Wendy's High School Heisman. Uh, nice. You know, from – yes, Dave Thomas. Well, okay. Uh let me let me put it this way, all right. You know, getting back to my original point, though, the the thing for me is the last time the, the only the only uh, the only time I actually left New York and actually did not live in New York for a time was when I was in Laporte, Indiana. Now I've been to I've traveled to Pennsylvania for for firemen's conventions. 
I've traveled, I, I've traveled to places, you know, I've traveled to Connecticut, you know, not, you know, not for an overnight stay or anything, but I've been to Connecticut for event for certain events. I've been to New Jersey for certain events. I wouldn't recommend going to New Jersey, by the way. Uh, you think New York is bad? New York, New Jersey is worse. And, um, I've only left, I only, for any, for any, for more than a two or three day stint, I haven't left New York in probably, uh, 22 years, I think, would be about the right mathematics on that. Uh, well, you figure it was the, it was, no, it was, uh, November, 1999 when I left New York to go to Indiana. And I came back to just before the new year. Uh, I, no, I came back after the new year. I came back when it was still February. It was mid-February when I came back. So you figure uh, November, December, January, about three, four months, give or take a day, when I came back to New York. Uh, by the And before I forget, and I almost did, uh, a hearty hello and howdy to do, to do, 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 Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope.tv. Now, she commented about, during my talking points, about the dictator, you know, Mr. Biden. But uh, she's like, wow, George, long time without leaving New York. Well, here's the problem, unfortunately. I, 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 I keep talking about wanting to do things. Unfortunately, I don't have that kind of money to do those things. You know? I average, and this is and this is the sad reality. I average any given month being negative balance in my bank account sometimes, anywhere between three and four hundred and fifty dollars monthly. Because of the because of the, the amount of bills that I have medically. And that shit just hurts like hell. Some months I I get lucky. My like my my electric bill. Take okay. Take a guess, Gunslinger, Mike, and Cherokee Rose too. I want to see what see if y'all come close. Guess how much this month's electric bill was. Take a wild guess. Now bear in mind I'm on. I'm on disability, and I'm on a, what they call a budget billing program. And I'm signed up for one of those solar farms. 75. What was that gun? 75. Nope. 75? Nope. Lower. What do you say, Mike? 45. Uh, I'll say, let's say, let's say 30. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, 35, you would have to go lower than that. Definitely way lower than 150. Uh, there's Cherokee Rose. Uh, now, 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 y'all are sitting down, so I'm going to say, I'll just tell you outright, my, my whole month's bill for electric was six dollars and seventy nine cents. 
Damn. And the hush falls on the crowd. <laughs> this is because I'm on this budget billing program, and I signed up for one of those. I, I signed up for an eye solar farm type thing. So I'm. I don't know what it is, but somebody up there definitely likes me. Yeah. Unfortunately. My, um, my, my, my costs for medical expenses has gone <laughs> up. And they're going to go even higher because, uh, remember everybody when I had the issue with my gallbladder recently? Mm-hmm. Well, my health insurance doesn't have a whole lot of GI doctors listed and the ones that are listed are further away and I would have to use medical transportation which means now medical transportation is covered thanks to Medicaid but unfortunately the copay is what kills me okay for some of these I don't have a copay whatsoever because I have Medicare, Medicaid, and my uh, Medicare Advantage pro plan from WellCare. The problem is, it's if there's a hospital stay involved, after so many days, you got you have to pay a certain amount of money. That certain amount of money is almost three hundred and fifty dollars. Up front and I ain't got 350 simoleons to be throwing away and I just found out that I would have to get a I just to get the vaccine by the way here in New York because it is available I can get it when they have the doses, problem, I would have to come up with a letter from my doctor indicating my health issues and so forth. And it's possible I may not see a vaccine shot until late July, early August. Ain't that just lovely? Mm-hmm. And you say... Great. <laughs> can you say getting screwed? I know you can. Well... Cherokee Rose, I, I, I understand uh, your, 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 your position, you know, not wanting to... Uh, not wanting to get the vaccine and everything. Um, for me, it's not an option. Without my spleen, my ability to fight in, to fight infections is reduced, which means the healing time takes longer. Um, I'll give you a prime example. 
when just and it's, a, it's not a big one, but it's an example nonetheless. With me, unfortunately, if I when I have the flu, you know how most people can 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 get over the flu in a, in a couple in a in like a week or two, on average, give or take. If I get the flu, say in December, I don't get rid of it until March. Seriously, I have the I end up with the flu for months. My sediments exactly, but my sinuses don't say it that loudly anymore. Or at least they try not. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the horn blower. That's a damn gun slinger blower. I can safely say without fear of contradiction, that bugle done that bugle done done blew good and strong. <clears throat> As the old saying goes, dar she blows. Boy it did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Got a little, got a, a little joke, to, to, a little joke for everybody. What did the visitor to the whale tank say when, when the, when the whale inside the tank farted? Holy oh. shit! No, you said it just a moment ago, gunslinger. Larsy blows. <laughs> Okay, wasn't the greatest joke in the world, but you know, it was kind of impromptu. And I post, I answered that, I answered a joke with a joke uh, a little while ago. So, uh, but anyway, I want to get back to this um, screen capture of of a post that someone had made. Okay. Um, because, I mean, the person took it down, but I'm sorry. You can take it down to your heart's content, but uh, what, what it basically comes down to is, you better hope nobody gets a screen capture of it like I did. Now... Again, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I will not show his name. In fact, I'm 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 making preparations to block his face and his name. Because, like I said, I know the guy. You know, he's a he's a nice person. I you know I I think I think highly of him, as far as that regard goes. But when it comes right down to it, unfortunately, what you're about to what you're about to to see and read, um, well, let's face it. Not for anything, but I, I think this guy needs to. Uh, if 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 he's a Republican and a conservative, he needs to really think about what he's saying before he actually puts it out there for all to see and anyone to get their hands on. Now, of course. Uh, blocking this guy's information is going to be a little tricky. So, you know, 
the the, the one thing I, I don't like, you know, censoring information, but to protect a person's identity, I will do that. There, I will do that. Oh, I used the I hit the wrong darn one. Son of a forgot the background. Yeah, okay, George, you're doing really good tonight. That's the one you At wanted. Least, I don't want I don't want to do George. What, what's that? What's that, not, Mike? At least your tongue's not blocking the eye teeth. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx you, George. But at least the tongue's not blocking the eye teeth now. Oh, that no, that well, that's been happening steadily all day today. So I'm pretty sure I can, I can uh, avoid that. <clears throat> all right. I've effectively blocked this guy's um, face and name. So here goes. <clears throat> what he said, for those of you listening on the radio side, is this. Okay, I know body excrement will hit the fan, but I must say I am embarrassed, ashamed, and mad as, a, and mad as I watch the House members addressing the Senate during the second Trump impeachment hearing. It's not a hearing, it's a trial. It's an impeachment trial. Hearing, they wouldn't be presenting evidence. I wish people would learn the difference. But I digress. <clears throat> what I am seeing and hearing is causing my eyes to water. As I watch the security and body cam footage from Capitol cameras and security personnel body cameras, it makes me both angry and sad. This has nothing to do with Republicans versus Democrats. This is a bunch of crazies following what their ex-president and other insurrection leaders had them do. As a Republican, I urge the ultimate penalties be put to all involved. Yes, Trump on down. If, you call, if, you're, if you're a Republican, you're a rhino. To say something like this, that's a rhino, a Republican in name only. Now, I didn't drop the person as a friend, but I stopped following him. Only because I'm liable, to, if he says anything more like this, I'm liable to say something that could get me kicked off of Facebook real quick. Okay? I'm trying very hard to be very careful so I don't get dropped, kicked off of Facebook that quickly. I've got family and friends that are still on Facebook that refuse to go to other platforms. And if that if I get booted off of Facebook, I lose contact with those. So here we have, you know, this is a sad, a sad thing, you know, thing indeed. I mean, you, for those of you watching on the video platforms, right where right here where he says this is a bunch of crazies following what their what their ex-president and other insurrection leaders had them do and he says as a republican you've got to be kidding me how can you call yourself a republican and go against the man who 
signed, signed who who was able to put out tax breaks for you know for everyone basically, not just the wealthy. Who made deals to bring companies back to the country? They they left because it was too hot. It was too high in taxes to operate here, to manufacture here. Now those companies are going to have to leave again because of Biden and friends. And when I say and friends, I mean also the rhino Republicans like you. So to the person who wrote this, you know who you are. I'm sorry you feel the way you do. But calling yourself a Republican basically is a lie. Okay? That's lying to, that's lying to yourself and that's lying to the people. You know, I'm sorry that you feel the way you do. I really am. But if you but if you're a Republican, then you don't belong and and you speak like this, then you need to leave the Republican party and join the Democrat party. You know why? Because if you're if you're talking like this and you call yourself a Republican, you're a rhino and rhinos are the last thing we need. We've got enough of those. Thank you very much. Well, here's another thing too, George. Anybody that does not support what the country is 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 founded upon and was and that's what the founding fathers intended the country to be. If you're a rhino, in my book, you're a fucking communist. Okay? Because you can't go you you can't go be on both sides of the fucking fence. Fence rider. Okay? You're either on the left side, which is the nut side, obviously, or you're on the right side, which is our side, which is the right side. That's why it's called right. Okay? You know, left hand, right hand, you know, that kind of deal. Okay? Mm-hmm. So anybody that will say anything against this country and go against, in my opinion, one of the most, well, it would have to be the greatest president in the fucking history of this country, is a fucking communist. They're nothing but a commie. Okay? They're anti-American. Because they're going against the very foundations and the that Trump had say, look here, and all the economic uh, increases and the jobs and the everything, the trade deals, okay, all that shit. You are undermining and underhandingly fucking your own country. You a sorry motherfucker, okay? I don't give a fuck who you are. If you don't like the way things are working in this country, get your goddamn ass on an airplane or a fucking ship, and they're leaving every fucking day. And go to fucking uh, uh, Russia or China. Hell, they they welcome you over there with open arms. Or North Korea. Oh, boy. (laughs) They'd really, you know, they're all commie third world shitholes. Go and leave and go back to your fucking third world shithole if you don't like this prosperous country was not anymore now but it was go ahead yeah i i think i think bottom lining it um you know there are there are democrats and i'm, and I'm gonna and you're gonna be shocked to hear me say this ladies and gentlemen but there it's true 
even on the Democrat side, there are what would be by definition called dinos. The Republicans have rhinos, the Democrats have dinos. Dinos are Democrats in name only. But yet they side with the Republicans. It's rare, it's very rare, but they are out there. Well, I've said it before. Yeah, you know they're not. They're not. These got these. these yeah, they're, they're rhinos. Okay, okay, fine, whatever. But they're they're what they call progressive Republicans. Progressivism is just another word for socialism slash communism, right? Okay, so where did progressive, you know? The history of progressivism in the United States was not was the first. Who was the first progressive politician in the United States? It wasn't who you thought it might be. It wasn't Woodrow Wilson. You know, it wasn't FDR. Whatever. It was FDR's cousin, Teddy, and Teddy Roosevelt was a what? He was a Republican. He was a progressive Republican. So there you go. Progressivism in the Republican Party goes way back. And so you got that going on. We know we know we know why and look, I'm having problems with one of my senators here that that voted to do the trial, you know, Bill Cassidy who who you would have thought this is a Trump state, you know. Uh, this is a Trump state, but he voted kind of against it, you know, against the people of the state. The people of the state of Louisiana, for the most part, do not want to see this trial. All right? And he voted with the Democrats for this. All right? So so you've got that going on, you know, and, and that's the thing. We know, for the most part, who the who the traitors in the Senate are. I mean, Mittens Romney, uh, Mikowski in Alaska, Susan Collins, you know, all these guys, there are a few other ones, uh, you know, that ha- did vote for this stuff on the Republican side that may very well be rhinos, progressives, whatever you want to call them. But, that's that's just what it is, and this is this is this is they've tried this before, and it, now can they rig a can they rig a trial now that they're in charge of the Senate? It'd be again, it'd be unconstitutional, but yeah, they can rig the trial. They're in control of the Senate now, right? Or the Democrats? The Democrats have control of all George? three legislative. They they have control of the legislative on the side with the with the Senate, the Congress, and they have the the and they they have a puppet in the White House. Right. But in terms of the Senate and this trial, yeah, they could rig the trial. I mean, yeah, it'd be unconstitutional. And to tell you the truth, the trial is unconstitutional. 
because the chief justice we may, whom we may or may not like is not there to preside over it, right? That's he he chose not to reside over it. Because yes, it's, it's, it's a sham. <laughs> John Roberts knows it's a yeah. sham, guys. I mean, let's face it. That's why he's not there. And, of course, not only is Patrick Leahy the quote-unquote judge, he's also on the jury. How can how can you be judge and jury? Seriously. It can't. Now, I didn't have it turned on because I didn't I, I didn't think I'd be doing this. Uh, but I'm going to try and route a uh, an audio clip so you can hear it. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, from uh, this is this is from One American News. Expert counters Democrat claims Trump supporters were behind January six protests. <laughs> now, as soon as the clip computer is uh, finished loading and everything, I can go right to the clip. But uh, think about this, too. We have yet to hear from the Republican uh, lawyers for Trump. And then also, also there is, there's still the consideration of witnesses that they haven't gotten to yet. At least I don't think they have. Witnesses. What witnesses? And then you got this. You got these house managers, like Raskin, telling Trump that if he does not testify, it's an admission of guilt, kind of thing. What happened to the Fifth Amendment? I wonder. I know we talked about that recently, uh, uh, at least a show or two. But the facts are the facts. The fact is, he doesn't have to testify. Why would he? He's got nothing to do. He's, this whole sham of a trial is just that. And to imply that he has no choice in, in a letter, that's, that's disgusting. Uh, Cherokee Rose says, G Singer, G Slinger, G Slinger is right. Love it or leave it. G Slinger. Don't know that person. Mm -hmm. Never heard of him. I know 
Gee, Sinzer has said. There's a gunsling. Gee, is. Oh, she she shortened your name on the... Okay. Thank you. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Okay, so I'm a goofball. We've got to make sure we got it straight here now. It's G.S., which is gunslinger, but it also can be stand for G-string. Remember? (laughs) Clarify. No comment. Oh, no comment there, buddy. Uh, Let me see now. Uh, Get the browser open here. That'll take a minute. Because the clip computer is a little slower. But here's, here's what gets me, guys. Here's what gets me about this. Okay. Uh, you've got all these these uh, clips that the Democrats were using over the last day, uh, both yesterday and today, to try and make their case. And they were cherry-picking everything, editing everything so carefully as to make him sound guilty of something. <laughs> but what, the problem is, many of us saw him, watched his rallies and everything from start to finish, and he didn't say anything to incriminate himself with or to incite an insurrection with, as they're claiming. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just my imagination, but somebody needs to tell these Democrats, y'all are nuts. All right. Let me open up One American News here. I know I sound a little distant from the microphone, but that's normal because, you know, I'm closer to the clip computer at the moment. All right. Now. Let's see. Make sure I get the right one here. That up. Headphones uh, up a little bit so I can hear. All right, here goes nothing, everybody. Cross your fingers. And as House managers lay out their case for impeachment, questions uh, arise about who instigated the protest on January 6th. Here's One America's Jack Posobiec. When you're comparing these events of Jan 6, how do you look at that? Well, um, in addition to wars such as Afghanistan and Iraq, down in Mindanao, Philippines, so many places, uh, I also go to a lot of uh, low-level, just, let's say, conflict. Mm-hmm. For instance, fighting in, in Thailand in 2010 and 2014, where I was in the middle of a lot of very violent protests, much more kinetic than we saw on January 6th at the Capitol. Uh, and also Hong Kong, I was there for seven months till they kicked me out last year, and, uh, and just many places like that around the world. So when it came to the Capitol attack on January 6th, it was really like a day at the office. For me, it was nothing abnormal except that it was at the Capitol building of the United States. Now, when you're comparing these attacks or some of the tactics, are there d- tactics that you've seen 
uh, across events in any of these cases. Oh yeah, for instance, in Hong Kong, I was there studying their tactics and Antifa came over. So when Antifa came over to Hong Kong, I found some of them and would go out with them as well. Of course, they had they just didn't do any Google homework on me, right? Mm -hmm. So when I see the tactics being used in Portland, I've been out in Portland quite a lot, uh, and other places, I can, you know, the Hong Kong tactics just jump off the page to me. So on January 6th at the Capitol attack, there were a lot of Hong Kong tactics there as well, like send up the masks, send up water. And in none of the wars and conflicts have I actually seen that before. But in Hong Kong, it would, you know, they would do hand and arm signals, send up masks, send up helmets, that sort of thing, first aid. So you see a lot of the Hong Kongers using the same hand and arm signals at times, or they're doing it over megaphones. So this sort of, um, uh, you know, using use of umbrellas and that sort of thing, that's, that's straight out of Hong Kong. Now, when you're talking about these tactics, and you're there January 6th, you've analyzed January 6th, who have you been able to identify or at least assess really what was that was using it? Was this their rank and file Trump supporter or was it something else? Uh, clearly, this. now keep in mind, let's go back to my experience base. When I show up to something like this, I'm automatically looking for cells. I'm automatically looking for false flags because false flags seem exotic to a lot of people. They're actually quite normal. They're as normal as like a Starbucks to me. You see, I see false flags all the time in wars and conflicts, right? It's literally a daily thing. And also when it comes to APs, agent provocateurs, I see those constantly. Again, this is not something exotic. This has been going on for uh, centuries. It's even arguably in the Bible, but you know, the, the term agent provocateur came from the 16th century. So this is old, old stuff. It's like karate. It's, it's been around forever. You know, a lot of people know how to do it. Now you mentioned that you were looking for APs, you're looking for cells. What did you find? Oh, many. And some we haven't actually identified. We can see that they're cells, but we don't know who they are. Uh, others are clearly, uh, Antifa related. For instance, you might've seen uh, John Earl Sullivan, right. he was, you know, a clear AP, actually. He was using his social media as agent provocateur, right? I mean, it's not all necessarily on the ground there. There's that more nebulous and, you know, modern, you know, 5G component of, you know, basically using social media to rile people up. He, at one point, he has three hats in his hands, right? He's got a red hat, MAGA, and he's got that furry, you know, Canadian hat, apparently, and he's got the helmet. All three the helmet's in his right hand. He's got the other two hats, right? And right after he smashed the hole and, and Ashley was shot, he immediately goes down the stairs and with, with the police who were right there and changes clothes. So he puts that helmet on and changes his attire. You can see him. It's on video. And so, uh, you know, I think that was actually John Earl Sullivan's video. So a lot of this happened before the operation even began, right? So just getting people to show up, getting them riled up. And but then again, at, at January 6th, a lot of the Trump supporters were there. A few actually went in. We can see them on video. Uh, but a lot of those that went in are clear Antifa or BLM. And as more get arrested, we're figuring out more. But we need to give this a little more time so that we can sort out who's getting arrested and what their affiliations were. All right. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And I want to welcome you back on as more of your investigation continues. I want to come on as much as possible and, and get the truth out to Americans. And you guys are frontline. You're unbelievable. What is so here we have uh, a very interesting uh, account from an expert. 
and his 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 explanation of what he's of of his in his expert opinion what he saw what he uh was able to clearly identify uh as being uh antifa or and or blm or both um i mean there's no disputing what this man just said at all not at all Mike, you heard what this man said. Any thoughts? You're right. There is no disputing it at all. At all. You know, I mean, there just isn't. And if you say there is, you're a flat-out lying son of a bitch. You know? Just the way I feel about it. And think about it. But of course, if this guy, if this guy is what he was, what we think he is, he's a Democrat or at least a minimal to that. Then what do you expect he's going to be, right? But a lying son of a bitch. So you know, then there's that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, yeah, this guy is is who he is. He really is. And cannot be argued. We cannot. And if you try to argue with it, you're you're just lying lying to yourself, right? So that's what I gotta say about that. That's I mean, really, what else can you say? Gunslinger? Well, definitely it's a little bit of lying in there. There ain't no doubt about that. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with Mike. I mean, uh, you know, that's what they do. I mean, that's their that's their nature, I guess. Lie, lie, lie. It seems like that's the ongoing thing around these, you know, these days. Just lie. Just lie, lie, lie. You got a liar in the White House, don't you? Mm, birds and feathers flock together, don't they? <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> well, I I I I think that uh, the expert that the that One American News had on there, uh, Michael Yan, uh, <clears throat> like it like it's like like it says. You know, let me let me bring up. Um, Bring the, bring the information back up on, on my screen here. Okay. Uh, Michael Yan is a war correspondent who has years of experience studying tactics of Antifa and other groups. Okay. So when when the when the reporter when when Pasebeck I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm not sure. I may have screwed up the name there. But the One American News uh, reporter uh, was asking Jan to compare what he has seen in other countries to the scenes at the U.S. Capitol. I mean, he he laid it down very clearly. And, and <laughs> I mean, only an idiot would sit there and dispute what this man just what you what this man just said what we've all just heard 
There's no disputing it. There's truly no disputing it at all. And if there, if 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 the um, if the Democrats get their way and and get to call witnesses, I hope the Republicans call him, call Michael Yan to 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 come and testify to give his expert uh, testimony on what he on what he's seen, not only in other countries but of that of the U.S. Capitol. That would, because what he just said will put the Democrats' case right down the toilet. I and I kid you not, it'll it'll be like that old jingle that says, "And the way goes troubles down the drain." So there you go. Now. I, I don't I haven't gone and used a lot of their stuff because of what happened during the election. And I still hesitate to do that. But this is what they did. All right? This is what they were doing. Now, Fox News on their website Put out, this follow, put out the following. The five biggest moments from Wednesday's session of Trump's impeachment trial. Now bear with me while I wait for the video to start so I can stop it. I hate when this happens. It's such a pain in the backside. And it takes for a freaking ever. <clears throat> of course, actually, I might just play that clip. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to put this, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to put this clip on. Because I think that, I think this will, what, what, the, what his panel, what the fuck just happened? No, I don't want... You've got to be kidding me. Can't blame me. I was in the kitchen. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, but my computer just just shunted over to a Tucker Carlson clip on its own. Little shit. Uh, artificial intelligence. Love it. Yeah, but my computer's smarter than that, and it should be. I mean, let's listen. Look at the guy who owns the computer. I'm a smart guy. I'm an intelligent guy. I've got a brain in my head that actually works and works well. At least that's what I've been told. Well, if you if you ask any member of my family, they might dispute it, but that, that's family. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Click that, and click on that. Come on, come on, thank you. 
And now it's going to take a bloody year and a day. So, Brett Bear and his uh, panel. Uh, the dismantled our reviewing stand and throwing metal poles at us. Cruiser 50, give me yourself, your nail, do yourself. Do yourself, get up there. All right, we're 30 seconds out. Okay, we need some reinforcements up here now. They're starting to pull the gates down. All right, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna start it back up, <clears throat> but the because the, the audio on the clip on the video was not set, so I had to do that. What you're about to hear in the opening is what the Democrats used today: an audio clip from the Capitol. I believe it's from the Capitol Police. Well, take a listen. The sun's dismantled our reviewing stand. House impeachment managers playing that dramatic audio from Capitol Police officers, as well as showing video from security cameras never seen before. Some of it where officers are directing the mob away from where senators were and just a few yards away from where Vice President Pence was. In one of the clips, uh, an officer is running down and runs past Senator Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney just moments ago saying that he had never seen that video before from the security camera uh, and that he was very fortunate indeed. Uh, to be where he was with the help of that officer. Let's bring in our panel early. Harold Ford, Jr., former Tennessee congressman, CEO of Empowerment Inclusion Capital. Katie Pavlich, news editor at townhall.com, former South Carolina congressman Trey Gowdy. Uh, Trey, this is the House impeachment uh, manager's effort to thread all of this together. They've done an effective job of presenting it and some dramatic video and audio today that obviously uh, stunned some of the senators in the hall. Yeah, well, I mean, the jury is going to be mad as hell. I mean, I watched it today. I'm mad as hell about what happened. But you have to give the jury someone else to blame, which is why, Brett, yesterday was so important for the president's lawyers. They couldn't control today what the jury saw, but they could control what the jury thought about. And they should have planted some seeds of doubt or other things to look at yesterday. Meanwhile, they're talking about a guy named Hastings, who's been dead for 200 years. So today was powerful, but part of that's because the, the defense did a lousy job last night. Well, what about uh, how this is all set up, Katie? And, um, you know, it's a high bar, but it, clearly they're making the case that uh, they believe that all of the statements before January 6th by the president led up to this moment where people there on the National Mall believed that they were going to change the direction or outcome of the election. Well, they've certainly expanded their argument beyond what we saw in terms of the argument in the House impeachment process and before that vote took place. They essentially said that the January 6th speech by President Trump on the ellipse was the incitement 
uh, moment that drove all these people to the Capitol. And now, as we've seen more evidence from law enforcement officials that this was pre-planned, Democrats in the Senate now presenting their case have expanded their case to say this was a lengthy, months-long process driven by the president. Um, but watching that video today, I, I find it interesting that the American people have not seen that footage from the Capitol being presented to them by the FBI, for example, by the Capitol Police, and why they, they're now seeing it through this political lens of someone like Eric Swalwell, who is a very partisan Democrat as an impeachment manager. But the bottom line in terms of how they move forward here as Democrats, of course, are arguing the president incited the mob, some Republicans in the House as well. Um, but they're also worried and concerned about the demonization and criminalization impeachment of speech that Democrats and Republicans, including House impeachment manager Jamie Raskin, used when you say, we have to fight like hell. This is an assault on X, Y, and Z. And so that is, I think, yeah. the main issue here for a number of Republicans. And Mitch McConnell, one more thing, Mitch McConnell saying now that this is a vote of conscience. Uh, it's a strange thing to say, considering 45 Republicans in the Senate already voted to say this process was unconstitutional, which would signal they are, will vote again to acquit the president. Right. 56 to 44, that vote yesterday. I want to play just a clip of the security tape. This is the part where the, the, the uh, Capitol Police officer redirects and you see Mitt Romney in the frame. Just about 25 seconds. And then I want to play what the Trump folks and supporters are saying in defense of all of this presentation. Emily quickly moved down the stairs. The vice president turned... This is the last staffer going in. One of the riders you can see, Mr. Goodman, passes Senator Mitt Romney and directs him to turn around. Now the Democrats trying to, to cancel the guy that 74 million Americans voted for. Uh, they've been obsessed with this. The obsession continues. So much so that they're willing to ignore the Constitution, willing to ignore due process, and frankly, willing to ignore the facts. We need to bear in mind that it was effective because this is political theater. It's not a real trial. In a real trial, if you had charged someone with incitement, you would have to prove incitement. That is real incitement under the law. Harold, uh, considering all that we've seen today, obviously the Trump legal team has yet to go later on this week. Where do you think we are? Well, thanks for having me on. I think we're going to, the Trump legal team has their hands full and the, and the pitching has gotten a little tougher after today. I thought today's presentation by the Democrats was overwhelmingly powerful. Uh, I hear some of the concerns expressed by both uh, Katie and Trey, but Trey and I work in that building. And if you listen to some of the things that were being said, being reminded of things that the, the rioters and the protesters and the thugs said in the Capitol, that they were looking for the vice president, looking for the speaker, that Mr. Trump had sent them there. I think we can debate, and I don't think there's much debate about the president certainly encouraged this group. He encouraged them before January 6th. Some argue that's some sort of free speech right of his. And let's just say for argument, no sake, that's the case. But how do you defend after the president watched this for four hours, if I were the president and I didn't believe my words were inciting those terrorists to go to the Capitol, I would have immediately spoken up within minutes after watching that on television, urging them to go home. I would have deployed more police and maybe even the military. And I certainly would have called the vice president, 
the Senate Majority Leader, and the Speaker to ask what else I could be doing. In fact, President Trump did none of those things, and he didn't react until four hours later, and he, he made a statement thanking, expressing his gratitude and love and well wishes for those thugs that get home safely. I think any yeah. Republican had to sit back, and that, that's the question they have to grapple with, I think, as much as any as a jury tonight and tomorrow and the next several days. Well, Harold, that's right, and it's a political question. You're also right to point out that uh, the president did not reach out to Vice President Pence to check on him that day or the next day. It was several days later he talked to Pence after that that ordeal. But, Trey, that is not the article of impeachment, the political fallout and what happens in those hours afterwards, is it? I mean, what about the bar for conviction, literally on the substance of things? Well, I mean, evidence of intent is always admissible. And Congressman Ford's point is, if you want to know what the president intended, look at what he did after the siege began. And, and Brett, you know, because you and I've talked about it. I've always thought that was the better allegation to make is not that the speech incited people because he'd given that speech a dozen times and nobody had stormed anything. And there have been lots of bad speeches by politicians that contain the word fight and all manner of other hot rhetoric. The best allegation is once the siege began, what did you do? And my fear is we haven't even heard that evidence yet. That may be more damning than what we saw today. Katie, last thing. How big of a difference, if uh, the Trump legal team, as suspected, plays a lot of Democrats, including Chuck Schumer on the steps of the Supreme Court and Maxine Waters, uh, saying things that clearly sound like they're inciting or endorsing the actions of, of mobs or riots? How much does it change the dynamic and perception after really compelling uh, arguments by the House managers? Well, I just think that it points out that this is not uh, an isolated incident. Of course, uh, you didn't see the storming of the Capitol after a number of Democrats said those things, but you did see a number of Trump cabinet officials, for example, uh, chase out of restaurants, threatened at their homes. Uh, you saw a number of riots last year that were endorsed by the Democratic Party and not condemned uh, at the DNC. And so I think, if anything, it points that this is a political exercise. Democrats have gone too far in saying this isn't just about the mob and the individuals who broke into the Capitol being arrested and responsible for their own behavior. But they've used this to paint all Republicans uh, with the broad brush of insurrection, of white supremacy. And therefore, they're trying to use this again, whether it's for House seats in 2022 or to try and damage President Trump for 2024, should he run again. And that, I think, is where they have fallen down in terms of their argument here, because they've gone too far already in isolating who they're accusing of insurrection. All right, panel, thank you. Okay. <clears throat> First of all, let me um, let me just say before I go to, to my panel on the phone lines, and by the way, folks, if you want to join in the, dis in the discussion, uh, you can certainly do so by calling 347-945-5747. Again, that's 347-945-5747. The one thing that, that, that they failed to, to mention in, in all of this, yes, if you want to say that the House managers made a compelling case, of course they did. But it was all very selectively edited video and so forth. 
They're trying to say that everything he said leading up to January 6th was part of the incitement to insurrection. Problem? Nothing he said prior to January 6th led to anyone storming the Capitol. Nothing prior to January 6th, nobody stormed the Capitol. Nobody tried to storm the White House. Nobody tried to storm, you know, the Cannon Building where Ocasio-Cortez was. Okay, even on January 6th, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was in her office, which is in the Cannon Building, far enough away from what was going on January 6th, where she was safe. And what pisses me off is there are people out there that actually believe that bitch. Okay, she was scared. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Guess what? There were people inside the building that were more that where the where the shit was actually happening that were more scared than she was. She had nothing to be afraid of because she was in her bathroom in her office. Possibly taking a tinkle. Or shitting her brains down the drain. Oh, wait a minute. You first have to have brains to shit brains down the drain. All right, Gunslinger, let me start with you on this. You heard what these what these folks had to say. Your thoughts? <laughs> well, you know, again, they're they're trying desperately to get anything that they can possibly can to stick on the wall, okay? Because they're again, they're doing everything they can do to keep President Trump from being able to run again in 2024, if that's even possible now. Okay. Since the Democrats have, you know, fucked up this damn thing by stealing the election, which they did. We all know that. Hell, the fucking world knows that. Okay. (laughs) Um, What is, what's going to say that they're not going to do it again in 2024? Once you give these bastards if you give them an inch, they're going to take 10,000 miles in their case. Okay. Now they know that, ah, look how we cheated. Look how we used the Dominion software, voting machines, and all this shit. We just stole that election right out from under President Trump. Ooh, we can do it again in 2024. Or whoever else might run, even if Trump doesn't run. Maybe his son, maybe his daughter, I don't know. Somebody that's associated with Trump, I mean, or somebody like Trump. They're going to do their damnedest to keep that person out of that office. Because short of a, I don't know, short of an insurrection in this country, to put it back on track, it's just going to be one corrupt election after another one. How do you, how do you, how do you stop a corruption, uh, Say in a computer, you get a corruption in your Windows files, and you try and you try and you try. The antivirus software kicks in, scan disk kicks in, all these great and wonderful things that's built into a computer, and it still fucks up. What's your choice? Huh, you know what the fucking choice is. Reformat. Okay? Mm. Hit the tilt button. Erase it all. And start all over again. I know you've done it. 
Back too many day. times to count. I have two. <laughs> too many fucking, yeah, too many times to count. Uh, what is it, uh, Windows 95 and what is it, on the two or three others there. Oh, we have to cut up, so you have to reformat, you have to redo the whole fucking thing, lose every goddamn thing you got, you know. Been there, done it, got a t-shirt, no thanks. It's the same way with this. If you don't reformat, the the problem is only going to get worser and worse and worse and worse. Okay? It's, it's, that's, that's the way it does in anything. Just like out here where I live, out here, I got AT&T. I've always told them and I've always asked them, I said, well, why can't you put a booster down the street, a little booster on my line to boost the signal? And guess what? Who answered my question? Boyd, you know Boyd from Alaska, because he was retired AT&T. Uh, he said, yeah, it would boost the signal, but it would boost the problem that you're having, too. <laughs> a lot of good at boosts the signal if you're, boost, if you're boosting the problem at the same time. Mm. It's the same thing here. Yeah, we can boost it, sure, but it's going to boost the problem down the line. Everything's connected, remember? Go ahead. Yeah. See, and and to 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 your point with with your uh, analogy of uh, of computers and and win, and the Windows operating system. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been my experience. Uh, Windows ninety five, it was good. Then they went to Windows ninety eight, mm-hmm. had problems. Then they put out Windows ninety eight second edition. That seemed to help a little bit, but not much. Then yep. they go to XP. Now, XP was fine. It, it actually did work, and it worked well. But they weren't satisfied, so they had to put out a new operating system. And they put out Windows Vista. Vista was a, was a Failure. major clusterfuck from the, <laughs> from the start. Then they come out with Windows 7. Yeah, Windows 7. Like XP, it worked fine. But they weren't satisfied. So then they came out with Windows 8. Windows 8, the rollout was a fucking clusterfuck. Then they come out, then they 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 update it with 8.1. Still a clusterfuck. Then they come out with 10, and 10 for a while was not working the, the way it should. And it's still got a few hiccups in it from time to time, whenever they update the damn thing. <clears throat> whenever you have something that doesn't work, and you try to improve it, before you try to improve it, make sure that your improvements are actually going to fucking work. That's common sense. But Democrats have no common sense. They tried everything for four years to fuck this man over, and nothing worked. They finally found something that, that worked, and that's stealing the election. Now they're trying to fuck him over possibly to prevent him from running in 2024 by accusing him of citing insurrection. My hope is that the, that the Republicans mention, make full mention of the FBI's investigation and, and the proof that Antifa slash BLM was behind the insurrection. That they were the reason January 6th happened. Not President Trump. But only time will tell. If they don't make mention of that, 
there, there's a big problem, a big, huge disconnect. Mike, what do you think of, of, the, uh, of, of what you just heard from uh, that clip? Uh, Mike, are you still with us? Yoo-hoo. That was that was Hank Johnson, right? Hank Johnson? The guy the guy Yeah, that was that was the guy the the guy that was talking on the clip was was Senator or whatever. No, that was uh no, you're, you're thinking of of uh Former Congressman Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy. Okay, yeah. I was thinking about Hank Johnson, but uh, this 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 person is is like okay. Why are you saying this when we we all know we could see with our eyes what happened, right? And we we found out that these guys left that situation before. His, he finished his speech, and they were attacking the 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 Congress, you know, before he finished, right? Before Trump, before the president. Well, well, I call him the president, which I which I really do think he is. Uh, you know. Uh, hmm. Which I really do think he is, but uh, but that's the thing. Can can they uh, uh, can they do this? Yeah, whatever you know. Uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. Right? We'll see. We'll we'll just see. Okay. Now my my thing is. Uh, I just don't know. I just don't. Should they bring it up? Yeah, yeah. Hell, they should bring it up. They should bring everything up. But I, I think they will. And them opening, if they, if they open up, if they open up to witnesses, and I'm Trump's team. Oh, you're gonna call all these witnesses that are gonna lie on the president and do all that stuff? Fine. We got our own witnesses, and we'll bring them in. You know. Now, my my question still stands. Yeah, they're making uh, they're making you know they're making uh, big big to do about calling witnesses, but will they? You know, because like I said, if they call their witnesses, that opens it up for Trump to call here for Trump team to call theirs. Now. They want a smooth sailing thing, right? They want this thing to be smooth sailing, right? They want, you know, him to... Basically, the end result would be them getting him impeached and uh, making it such that he can no longer run, which... uh, And no longer have any power in you know, where, wherever he would run at, you know. So can they do that? Yeah, they can do that. They can rick this son of a bitch. Yeah. But on the case of witnesses, if they decide to bring up their witnesses that are going to 
perjure themselves in front of them. Now, they're not going to be called on the perjury, but they'll perjure themselves in front of it, you know, in front of the Senate. And some students calls the other wit- witnesses that will tell, well, 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 basically, I think we'll be seen as telling the truth. Well, who you going to believe, right? So that's back to you, George. Well, here, here's 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 the bottom line for that. Okay, yes, they could very easily uh, decide to call for witnesses. Okay, let's say they do that. All right, the house managers are the prosecutor. They're on the they're the, they're the side that is would be considered the prosecutors. Trump's lawyers are the defense team. Prosecutors can bring in their witnesses. The defense team can bring in their witnesses. The prosecution can bring in their expert witnesses. The Trump team can bring in their expert witnesses. And it's up to the jury to decide one way or the other. Now, at the end of the day, does that equate to the 17 votes necessary to convict? I don't see, I don't see them getting the 17 votes to convict. And here's why I say that. The simple fact is, in order to get 17 Republicans to side with the Democrats and vote to convict... The argument would have to be so compelling, the evidence so clear-cut, that there is no disputing it. But there's too much to dispute. Every single piece of, of, of video clip that, they, that the Democrats used, okay, they edited out key pieces of his speeches. All right? They did not even consider what the FBI has discovered, okay? And what they discovered, as I said moments ago in this broadcast, and I've said it, I think I said it the other night too, that you have, there is proof that beyond a reasonable doubt that, and, that, that, and, that a group like Antifa and, BL, and or BLM or both planned this January 6th, uh, assault on Capitol Hill. Now, bear in mind, in one of the clips I played tonight, that expert made mention, in that One American News clip that I played, that expert, Michael Yan, pointed out that you had a guy in there with the MAGA hat and all this other stuff, but he had other things in his hands so that when he went down the stairs... He was seen on video changing out of the MAGA stuff and into the, basically the Antifa gear. Trump supporters don't go around with, with, um, with uh, military hardware on their head and body armor or, or vests. No, they don't. And yes, there may have been some Trump supporters mixed in there. And that's unfortunate. But nothing is being made mention of how Antifa and or BLM and other groups were involved in this process. All right? Now, 
There is a video clip, and I'm going to see if I can track it down while, while I'm talking here. On Rumble, okay, that when you, when you listen to this stuff, all right, um, there's a lot of information that, you know, is being left out. Now, let me see if I can track this down. Hang on a second here. Ah, here it is. I think this is it. But just to be on the safe side, I will travel back further than that on the list here. But I believe I've got the clip I need. Okay. So. Let me go to... Over here to my other... To my clip computer. And... Let me see... Gonna sign in with that computer too. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be tricky because I gotta find it. All right. At least get. At least get to where I need to go in order to find what I, what I need. Here it is. This is when Saki sidestepped. Um, and she, she, the White House avoids addressing Democrat violence. So let's see what, let me put this clip in motion. The latest White House briefing was filled with questions about the White House's views of the impeachment trial, but answers were hard to come by. One America's chief White House correspondent, Chanel Rian, reports. After nearly three weeks as press secretary, we've become familiar with the Saki sidestep. Tuesday's briefing was no different. On the matter of the second Democrat-led impeachment trial of Donald Trump, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was asked how the White House viewed Trump's defense. The Trump defense included citing Democrat lawmakers like Maxine Waters as having used incendiary language in past, calling on violence against Republicans. Joe Biden is the president. He's not a pundit. He's not going to opine on the back-and-forth arguments, um, nor is he watching them. Notably absent from Saki's answer is any condemnation of violence and incendiary language used by Democrats. And when asked whether President Biden had any concerns that this trial could set a dangerous precedent in future, Saki not only sidestepped the question, but varnished her sidestep with classic political humdrummery. He felt the process should proceed as... Uh, as uh, history, uh, you know, and, and many laws uh, pre predetermined. Tuesday's briefing took place just before the Democrat-led impeachment kicked off their first day at trial. Democrats do not currently have and are not likely to get the votes they need for an ultimate conviction, yet have allotted 16 hours to debate a null and void effort on the floor of the Senate. When asked about the impeachment trial from the Oval Office, President Biden maintained he did not have an opinion to share. The Senate has their job. They're about to begin it. 
I'm sure they're going to conduct themselves well. President Biden has made clear he will not weigh in on the second impeachment trial of Donald Trump. But like his reticence over the Antifa BLM violence over 2020, his administration's further refusal to condemn Democrat-led violence can be viewed as a statement in and of itself. Chanel Vian, One American News, the White House. Okay, that clip, while interesting to say the least, uh, did not address what I was trying to track down. So, in there lies the proverbial problem. And I am attempting to find that clip that I need. Uh... I think I found the right one. I'm not sure. Um, it's, it's from the same reporter we just heard from. Uh, let me backtrack, go a little bit further back in, 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 their, in their files here. Uh, see if... It's right or not. Okay, so I think I got the right one. So let me play this clip. Um, I hate having to do this because it, it takes it takes time to track down the, the one you need. All right. Yeah. They make a chilling... The, the legal team makes a chilling argument and the Democrats are silent. I believe this is the correct clip. Well, as time winds down to uh, former President Donald Trump's second impeachment trial, Democrats may be avoiding one chilling argument. Here's one America's chief White House correspondent, Chanel Rion. It's impeachment trial week in Washington. Democrats and their hatred for Donald Trump are attempting to defy the Constitution and impeach a civilian using votes they do not have, an exercise in dramatic futility. Nonetheless, the Trump legal team brings to the table an extensively laid out 75-page defense of Trump grounded in the Constitution and free speech. Center stage in Trump's defense brief is this simple premise. Donald J. Trump did not incite protesters to commit violence at the Capitol. Trump's defense points to chilling evidence clearly showing how the attack on the Capitol was planned several days before President Trump's speech on January 6, a fact FBI itself confirms. The FBI has also admitted the violence had nothing to do with President Trump's speech due to the fact that it was pre-planned, a fact Which Democrats seem to deem irrelevant. More disturbingly, Democrats are pointedly silent on another narrative-crushing fact. Known anti-Trump leftists have publicly bragged and confessed to having organized the violence at the Capitol that day. The Trump defense brief cites a breaking January 17 exclusive by Alicia Pau, published on Gateway Pundit. Pau found archived tweets of Mike Dunn, leader of the Boogaloo Boys, an anti-Trump anarchist group whose followers call for the toppling of the federal government. Dunn was found bragging about his role in organizing the violence at the Capitol. Powell then discovered how Dunn tweeted in real time how he had fire teams blended into the MAGA crowd to taunt, quote, tyrants like Trump. In an interview with Reuters on January 9, Dunn further lauded himself over the fact that 
three or four groups of loyalists under his command helped storm the capital and embraced the moment to strike against the government. And when a Twitter user lamented the storming of the Capitol and argued that such violence had been committed by infiltrators, not Trump supporters, Dunn responded publicly, yeah, we know. Dunn also wrote a confession on Parley where he lays out how his undercover boys, quote, went to work to hype up the people. In another damning tweet, Dunn writes, everyone calling us Trumpers and I am the one who led this march. I strongly dislike Trump and most Republicans. Rounding out his anarchist profile, Dunn also claims to dislike Democrats. Worse, Democrats have made a pointed effort to ignore the fact the Boogaloo Boys, by their own admission, have been active participants in the BLM protests of 2020 in their dislike for Donald Trump. In what the Trump legal brief argues is and will remain an ignored point by the Democrats, the real truth is that the people who criminally breached the Capitol did so of their own accord and for their own reasons. Chanel Rian, One American News, Washington. Want to see more videos like this? Okay, Mike, before you go, um, I know you're saying uh, you, you're going to go after this clip, but I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, I had to mute your mic, unfortunately, because your background noise was uh, quite uh, quite noticeable. I thought it was Gunslinger at first, and uh, it wasn't. I, I That's why uh, I muted Gun's mic, and then I went to yours and found it was coming from your mic. So let me get your, your thoughts on what you just heard, Mike, uh, because I want to see what you what you have to say regarding this. The Boogaloo Boys involved in planning this, proud of it, well, admitting to it. Well, your thoughts? Well, look, all they, this is, this is what, this is the type of thing that should be introduced from the Trump side as evidence. All right, play this report, play it, and I'll yeah they'll probably discount the report, but I mean I can't I can't say that I don't believe the report. I mean I don't know this lady Michelle Yan. Michael Yan, not Michelle Yan. Michael Yan is the is the expert. In, in 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 what he saw in other countries as well as what was happening in the capital and he was able to make the comparative as an as an as an action as an expert in the in in the in the in this situation okay. what you just heard was well, who, uh, uh, hold on a second let me get her name here you're talking about Chanel Rion Chanel Rion Chanel Rion yeah, I don't know her from Adam. She's a she's one American news correspondent not, not at the I White House. Her, but I can right, and I don't, you know, if she's if she's playing it straight down the middle as not a Democrat, not a Republican, I don't care whether she voted or not. I don't care about that. If she's playing it right down the middle and she's reporting on what this guy Michael John said and using his words. And his uh, about the Boogaloo Boys, about this group that, and using the using the words of the guys off of, I guess it was his Facebook, his Facebook account that he, his Facebook post or whatever that he said that he, oh, I did this and I helped plan it and I did that and all that stuff. Well, that's evidence. That's proof. That's evidence that you know 
that basically, one, he it was pre-planned. They, that attack on the Capitol was pre-planned, and Trump had nothing to do with it. And like I said earlier, they, the people that left, the people that um, that did the attack on the uh, on the Capitol, they left before Trump uh, Trump's speech was over with. All right, they and that can, that too can be proven. All right, I mean, go to the videotape. I know they don't want to do that, but go to the videotape. It can be proven that these people left. Now, like I said, this is proof that one that 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 this thing is this thing was pre-planned before Trump's speech ever happened. It was pre-planned. All right, this attack on the Capitol building pre-planned, and this report. Like I said, all you gotta do. This should be entered. What? In fact, this Michael Yan should be brought in as a as a witness for the Trump team. Back to you, George. Uh oh. Whoops! I forgot to turn my. I forgot to slide my fader back up. Uh, uh, here's the deal. Uh, Iggy Mom watching on D Live said uh, Michael Yan is legit. Now she's been following him for over a decade during Iraq and Afghanistan. So Michael Yan, the expert that was interviewed in the clip that I played earlier tonight, uh, he's legitimate. He's cool. And that's someone, if the Trump team is smart, they would call him in if witnesses are, 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 are actually allowed. So, yeah, I would call him in and, and let him state what, and give his expert opinion. Okay? Uh, Cherokee Rose watching on Periscope. Th- that is great info. Haven't heard that before. Well, I, originally I wanted to play this clip last night, but I completely forgot about it. And it's a good thing I remembered it tonight. And I'm glad I found the right clip because the first one I played was not the one. Same reporter, just not the right clip. Now I found now that I played the right clip, I feel better. Because that's the information I wanted to get wanted you to hear. I wanted that to get out there. Gunslinger, you heard the clip. Now I want to hear what your thoughts are. Well, you know, I don't think that the Proud Boys would 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 have planned this out. They they don't hit me as that as that as that type of organization. Antifa and BLM, yeah, oh yeah, you betcha. Them some bitches, no doubt about that. But the Proud Boys are in support of Trump and all this stuff. They're on his they're his side. So it's kind of hard to believe that they would have anything to do with this. Of course, they're going to do the name name game, name blame game. You know that that's, that's a given. But uh, you know, it's just hard to it's just hard to believe that they would have anything to do with it. They're trying to protect BML and Antifa. You know, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to protect known terrorists. Okay, these people are terrorists. Look at what they were doing in Seattle and all these other places. It wasn't the Proud Boys out there. Yeah, they was there. But they didn't do any of the looting and the burning and the 
pillage and all that shit. Okay, it was BLM and Antifa. So you know, evidence is evidence, and that's pretty clear because I've seen it with my own two eyes. <laughs> Go ahead. And plus, with all the there are videos out there that show beyond a reasonable doubt that there were people changing their clothes from Antifa slash BLM uh, to uh, Trump supporter type of uh, attire with the Trump flags and the MAGA hats and all that. So, yeah, there's the Democrats aren't going. Don't they don't want this to get found out? They don't want this brought up. They don't want this made known. And if the Trump team is smart, they will make it known. The question becomes, will they actually have if witness if if they if if it's agreed that witnesses can be brought in, Michael Yan would be a hell of a would be one hell of a good expert witness to bring in. With his decades of ex, of experience and knowledge, that man would be an uh, would be considered an expert witness in any court of law, so bring him in. All right. Take this report that I just played the clip from, from One American News, where they talk about the Boogaloo Boys and that that Dunn character. Okay. Play that for them, in its entirety. Don't cherry pick it. Play the whole damn thing. Because that would that would that would put the Democrats doctored, or 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 I should say edited video clips to shame. It would put their case right down the crapper. Because, like I said, it would put it right down the toilet, and away goes troubles down the drain. Believe me. Now, Mike uh, said he had to take off, so he's already on his way out the door. Uh, he's already left. Um, okay. Um, Iggy Mom wants to know if I'm adding the, the, those clips to Rumble. Um, they're already on Rumble. They're on the One American News account. What I'm going to do is I'm going to... Um, I, I will, what I will do, Iggy Mom, is, uh, I will, you know what I'll do? I'll send you the, the links to those clips, okay? Uh, both the, this one here that I just played and Michael Yan's, uh, clip as well. Uh, so this way you, 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 you'll have them. I can't. Unless, unless I, unless my downloads, unless the download service I use will let me download it, uh, I'll have to do it that way. But let me see if I can download it first. If I can't, I'll send you the links in private message. All right. Uh, now she, now Iggy Mom also says I've seen a couple of clips from Michael on the sixth. He was writing on Blam <laughs> Blamtifa, as he calls them. Okay, Blam Tifa. I like that. That's it's comical and and quite accurate all at the same time. And no problem, Iggy Mom. I I, I I'm very happy to do that for you, young lady. No doubt, no doubt. Um. 
and folks, I will make the I, I will make the Rumble uh, links available on. Uh, I won't put them on Facebook because I'm liable to get uh, it's liable to get uh, booted. So I'll put them on mewe.com slash Firefox News Online, and I will also put them on gab.com slash Firefox News Online as well. Uh, but I will send in private message the links to my my friend Iggy Mom because, you know, that's that's what friends do. They share stuff. Okay? They share a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, Iggy, are, are you, you're in the uh, FFNO news and topic room, aren't you? I'm pretty sure you are. But if not, I, I, I've got you as a friend on Facebook. I can send it to you in private message either way, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make a difference. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, um... You know what? I, I've got your email address. I'll email the links to you. How's that sound? She's worried about uh, because Facebook does monitor pr even private messages. Yeah, they do. Uh, so if so, if worse comes to worse, I can email the links. Okay, yeah, because th you—that's where you get the links to my broadcast. Uh, that's the email address I have for you. So I will send them to you. Uh, I'll send them to you tonight once I get off the air, which is going to be happening very shortly because we're in overtime on blog talk radio. And I think tomorrow the, the, the day three, uh, they're going to have day three tomorrow. So I got to make sure I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed for tomorrow. Good Lord, help us all. You are so well. She's she's like thank you, thanks so much, and I'm like, hey, listen, that's what we that's what I do. You know, I I, I try to I try to make it possible to send information to to people because that's what this broadcast is all about. It's about about uh, sending out the information that people need to know about. Uh, that's why I played the clips I played tonight, and that's why I will continue to fight the good fight to make sure that everyone knows the truth. Okay, and what the Democrats are doing, what they're sharing, is twisted information. Let me say that again. Twisted information. They're taking out of context everything that Trump has said and twisting it to suit their narrative. That's what it comes down to. And when you've got clips, and I want to thank, I have to put out a special thank you to One America News Network for putting this information out there themselves. Okay? You won't hear this kind of stuff on uh, Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or even Newsmax, which is a shame. But I thank God, you know, One American News <laughs> puts it out there. And the mainstream media is trying to get them shut down. Literally. They're trying to get One American News shut down. Removed from all cable, cha cable outlets and satellite outlets. They want them gone. Because One American News is actually doing what they don't like. And that's telling the truth. 
by the way, as I get ready to close this up and give, I'm going to give uh, Gunslinger an opportunity to make a final thought. Uh, for those of you who have been watching me on the video side and have noticed that my hat has been disappearing, it's because of the uh, chroma key or green screen effect. Uh, my my old service cap, my old service cover. And if you can see it right here, the the subdued uh, ranks from when I was a sergeant. You, you'll notice that right here is all kind of disappearing at times. Green on green, what can I say? All right, Gunslinger, any final thoughts you want to share? Well, you know, it's uh, it's an it's, 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 this this this. I can't believe that we're just actually seeing this this scam, this 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 farce, this circus of President Trump. This is, but it only goes to show you how deceitful and and aggressive that these people do not want him to run again. Okay. I mean, there is no other fucking question. Whether you like the man or whether you don't, that is irrelevant. It boils down to the point that these dumb fucks, okay, you know, uh, and Piglosi and Chuck the fuck the smuck and, you know, AOC, the, you know, likes to be all time. And all these other ones. They're all in cahoots for one goal and for one gain, and that is not to make sure that Trump doesn't be able to win, uh, to, to, well, to win again or to run again, because he will win, okay, unless they pull their shit again, which what guarantee is that you got that they're not going to pull their shit again, okay? Again, if you don't spake the child's hand from getting in the cookie jar, the child will just go keep getting in the cookie jar. Is that not true? I never had kids, and I figured that one out. Okay, they're just going to keep doing it until they get their fucking hand spanked. <laughs> that's that's nature. That's human nature. So I don't know. It's going to be a rocky road, no doubt about it. Go ahead. Well, let me let me just uh, state categorically that no matter where, and this will be my final thought for tonight, uh, no, matter, no matter what, we have, uh, we have to be careful. We have to be careful of who we trust in government. We have to be careful of who we listen to when it comes to uh, government officials, especially with the Democrats, unfortunately, because they're not out for our best interest. Oh, they may say that they're doing things for us, but what's their over, what's their underlying thing? What does it, what, what does it come down to? They're doing it for the greater good, but the greater good is their own self-interests. This impeachment trial, this sham trial, is for their own self-interest, for their own self-preservation. Because they know <clears throat> that if Trump is acquitted, 
and he goes on to 2024 and runs again. And after four years of, Bi of, of dictator Biden, the American people see what he is really all about, how he has legislated from the executive branch, which, by the way, is not supposed to happen. You're not no no one who calls himself a president is supposed to legislate from the executive office. Legislation comes from the Congress and the Senate, not the Oval Office. Fifty-two. That's five-two. Fifty-two executive orders in forty days. If that's not dictating by le by executive order, what is? If day three takes place tomorrow, as I suspect it will, Firefox News Online will be on the air when it's set to start. I believe they're going to probably start at the same time again tomorrow, 12 noon. I don't know. I'll have to double check. But in either case, I will post... The links to the video video feeds and the time that it will start and what time we will be on the air prior to them getting underway. And like today, unfortunately, this, the file size is way too big for me to put everything on Rumble for as far as the uh, sham trial. But I will let you know the possible places for the places to go for the archives where you can watch in its entirety if need be. All right. So, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. My thanks to Cherokee Rose, Iggy Mom, Mike from Louisiana, the Crazy Cajun, and of course, my good buddy Gunslinger, the man who carries a 357 on his side at all times for all them them thugs with the ugly mugs. Uh, you know what I mean, folks. Do yourself a favor if you ever get if you ever go face to face with the gunslinger, make sure you uh, you have your last will and testament made out. I'll leave it at that, because he will defend himself accordingly. Especially if you go where you're not supposed to be. So there. In the interim, we are out of here, America. Until. Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. I'm George Sinzer, and from the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful, and if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Could somebody explain to me how I can say that so fast and stutter and get stammer and get tongue-tied during the course of the entire show. Anyway, good night, America. From Firefox News Online headquarters in the Hudson Valley in New York. Good God in heaven, please let me know if I'm if, if I can actually survive this night. Oh, did I say that out loud? Uh guess I did. So, okay, here's the outro.
Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.